Alex Whitman. Okay, Jeff, it's a long story. Was good at being single. I'm looking for Alex. He just ducked out. And his life was right on track. You are taking over in Vegas. No, 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 no. Everything that's famous about Las Vegas is about leaving it. That movie, the song, even the mob left Las Vegas. It's a long way from Manhattan to Las Vegas. Hot, 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 hot. But Alex was beginning to think <laughs> it was worth the trip. I'm Isabel. I never did anything like that before. Going home with someone I don't know. It was just one of those spontaneous things. So, uh, how you been? Pregnant. Really? We were only together one night. Isabel, what can I do? Hey, Alex, there's a woman on line one. She says she's your wife. You're married? The one with the body? nightmare begins. So your your father, is, is he a big man or? Who is this? Mama, Papa, this is Alex Whitman. I welcome you in my home. Now this is how you repay me, stealing my only daughter! In-laws. Now. Alex, this is Chewy. Chewy, hi, Luke Skywalker, how are you? He's getting no. a little more than he bargained for. I can't believe this is the same house. Jeez. Alex is alone with your brothers. And a lot more. Snakes. Than he imagined. Lucy, you got some explaining. You. I better light another candle. I'm telling you, everything's gonna be okay. Columbia Pictures presents. Surprise! Mom, Dad. I got it, hon. A story about the sparks that fly. Now that is what I call a housekeeper. When two worlds collide. In case you haven't noticed, the white people are melting out here. And two people come together. Isabel Fuentes, I am in love with you. Matthew Perry. You are everything I never knew I always wanted. Salma Hayek. I think this is so romantic. You do? Absolutely. Fools rush in. Hi. 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 Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. It's what's, fun. What's it called, babe? Lots of fun. <laughs> do you know the do you not know the name of our show? I've said Upstream. It, upstream? Upstream. Upstream to stream. I know the name of our episodes. I mean our podcast. Why is it called upstream? Great question. Great question, Stefan. Watch well, my answer is Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's called upstream because we review movies on streaming services all of them the all ones... of them all up up and away okay you need to back up just a smidge I, you told me i was perfect you are perfect now i'm not perfect you're imperfect but perfect is still being a part of <laughs> perfect is still a part of imperfect oh, oh. <laughs> uh, welcome to our show welcome to our show upstream. it's fun it's fun it's a good time upstream basically this is a show where we just very simply review movies on the streaming services and it's called upstream because well streaming services aren't going anywhere and we will constantly never be able to keep up with all of the movies that they are making and putting out so Facts. we're constantly reviewing upstream whoa clever as so shit. clever yet double meaning is this guy a writer whoa pay him. yeah someone pay him someone please please someone pay him <laughs> <laughs> please help me i'm poor <laughs> Uh, so the movie we watched first, I've actually seen. We tried to pick movies. I have not. We tried to pick movies that we haven't seen, which proved to be very difficult in the comedy section because we also tried. We were not successful across the board, but we tried to be as close to only doing comedy as possible. The rule we used was the description. So mm -hmm. if the section was under comedy, 
But in the description, it said comedy, action, adventure, family. We didn't watch nope. that one. But no dramedies. If it, yeah, if it strictly said comedy, we watched it regardless. And then if we were having a hard time finding a movie we haven't seen, or we're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's watch this one. Xenon happened. Z- no, that's, I think that one's a pure comedy through Disney. No, I Disney know, was, but we had already seen Xenon as well. That's saying. true. We, did, we had already seen Xenon. Okay, so Fools Rush In. Was our very first go around. With Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek. It was my first time seeing it. Yep. I love both of them. Yep. Uh, I didn't even know that existed. Their duo. <laughs> right. One of, uh, one of the best rom-coms that is not talked about. Honestly, like, you leave feeling happy and overall in a great mood. I feel amazing. Yeah, I, I mean. I watched it again. And I love Matthew Perry when he's in a rom-com. I know they always do, like, the white guy in an ethnic environment that is like what what's happening but it's hard to do it tastefully and, and i thought did i thought he did it pretty fucking tastefully that was hilarious what was the hello my name is chewy hi i'm luke skywalker yes alex this is chewy he's a very good friend of the family we grew up together chewy hi luke skywalker how are you <laughs> yes. he was so quick and he adjusted so well Yes. He, yeah, I, I think you said that perfect, actually. Thank you. That they don't do it tastefully sometimes, and I feel they did it tastefully. Um, one of our favorite quotes from New Girl, the white man typical. Excuse me, um, have you seen Ruth? Brown hair, smile that would shake the earth, hates peas. A white man broke in today. A, a white man? No! Well, what does security do about it? Nothing. Typical! Yeah. Applies fully in this movie. His parents. His parents are oh the worst. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know how they were going to approach that situation of when they would finally meet, but one of the best lines with, the white people are melting. You call this culture? This country was founded by people who were escaping religious persecution. The Whitmans were one of them. Sir. When the West was stolen from Mexico, the Fuentes family made a vow that even though they took our land, they never take our culture. Culture? You call this culture? Guacamole in a ghetto blaster in the middle of a desert? Now you're offending Amalia's guacamole? What's wrong with Amalia's guacamole? In case you haven't noticed, the white people are melting out here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see what... Rotten Tomatoes had to say about this movie. 32%! Audience 64. Dude. Actually, they're usually pretty right, but not always. For instance, if you're a big Christmas lover like I am... You like Christmas? Um, no, I hate it, actually. I'm What's Grinch. your favorite part about Speaking Christmas? Speaking of the Grinch, <laughs> one of the best movies, I think, and it's rated terribly on Rotten Tomatoes. Terribly. So Terribly. If you don't believe us, go look it up. Yeah, go look at the Grinches. And you'll be disappointed the, the if live you like action. the live action. The live action. Like Jim Carrey Grinch. The, six, the 60s one actually has a pretty good review. Yeah. But I think that the Jim Carrey version Any is hoodie. better. Fool's Russian. Yeah. Apparently is a 32. 30% tomato reader. There's only 28 reviews, but it's 64% on audience score. It has 50,000 plus ratings. So what is that, like a D? That's at least a D minus. It's probably just a solid D. Do we think this movie would still be funny if it was made today? I think if it was with her, absolutely. If it was with him, probably not. They would need to find a different person. Why is that? I mean, I haven't seen him in a cool minute in a movie like that. I mean, I think 17 again was his last, like, big comedy that that everyone liked. What 
was your favorite Selma Hayek part? Mm, two things that come in mind right away um, is when she redid his whole house. Oh, my God. The themed of her whole house. That was incredible. That was it was like a Catholic it, coloring book came alive. It was incredible. It reminded me of my grandma's house. Oh, my gosh. Um, Your abuela? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, <laughs> and then, um, Matthew Perry's, I mean, what was his character's name? Michael, I think. Michael. Anywho, when his parents came and she go, when he's like trying to say like, oh, you're here. What a surprise. And she comes out and hugs him. He's like, oh, I've heard so much of you and brings him in and then thinks like they know and she is obviously very assertive and loving yeah. and having no idea. And then once she does find out, I just love it. I yeah. love her reactions. Look, my family's not like yours, okay? I never see them. I never talk to them. I don't have dinners excuses, with them. Excuses, excuses, excuses. You should have told them. I wanted to do it in person, okay? Why is that so hard for you to understand? Well, here's your big chance. What did you say yours is? Ooh. What's your favorite scene? Um, for her. For her, my favorite scene might be the finale, the the pregnancy mm-hmm. scene. She has some great, hilarious, wonderful, genuine moments. Also, it it's like a genuine story. Yeah. Like that would happen, has happened. Could totally happen. What was your favorite Matthew Perry? Ooh. Favorite scene? Matthew Perry scene for sure, the the rattlesnake scene. When oh. he gets when they shoot the rattlesnake and he falls into the cactus and he has to chug <laughs> the tequila. Everybody, we do this on three. Ready? Wait a minute, wait a minute. One! What are we doing on three? Two? What happens on three? Three! I'm coming! Lucy, you got some explaining, Lucy. Yeah, he gets pretty gone. That was fantastic. I would say I really like the family dinner he attends. Yeah. I like that whole scene, but like specifically, obviously his entrance when he's like, hi, I'm Chewy. Hi, I'm Luke Skywalker. But he just has like some really quiet, meaningful moments of like different looks he gets or he does or like different moments he catches. I really like that scene for him. Yeah, that was good. Overall, super love that movie. One of my faves. Yeah. Do you think they could have done anything better Um, or changed an aspect of it for it to have a different outcome? Would you have, as a writer, would you have a different ending? The only thing I would change, maybe, is that his best friend and her best friend didn't really, I didn't really feel like they needed to be there. They were just kind of weird friend props. They came in maybe twice. Yeah, they didn't add any real value to the story. Yeah, his friend, the, like, contractor guy, Average Joe. Yeah. I might have also had a scene where Chewie challenges Matthew Perry and is, like, surprised by his genuineness. Hmm. Like, would you have had that around the rattlesnake one, then? Yeah. Maybe the cookout, maybe the rattlesnake scene. Probably more towards the middle of the movie. But other than that, I, I enjoyed it. 
would you have had the same outcome of them being together and getting married? Um, I liked how it ended. Do you feel that her leaving to Mexico with her grandma was beneficial for the ending to be what it was? Yeah. Feel like it could have, she could have just no, I think going back fine after the hospital. No, I think going back to the grandma was awesome because the grandma like set her straight. Mm-hmm. And then it was super cool when Matthew Perry got to go down. Oh, I loved that part. And see her. She spoke in Spanish to him. He had no idea what she said. Not a clue. But it was so sweet. But it was very sweet. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Yo me amo Alex Whitman. Busco Isabel Fuentes. Está aquí. No, no está aquí. Se ha ido a casa dar a luz a tu criatura. I don't understand that. A Las Vegas. You gotta be kidding. A little surprising that he didn't pick up, like, even rudimentary Spanish in mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. I think at the end he does a little, hilariously enough. But I thought that maybe he could learn some Spanish to talk to the grandma. That would have been cool. Yeah. Any last thoughts, babe, before we sign off? What, could, what should be our sign off? Thanks for swimming upstream with us. See you next time. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. What should we say it together? Like Nick and Winston? Thank, Thank you, you for swimming, swimming upstream with us. With us. See, See you tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh my god, we're like the Olsen twins. <laughs> you were thinking crazy. it. You, you, you said, said it. it. But you were thinking it. <laughs> All right, I love you. See you tomorrow. Love you. See you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. 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 Hey, it's Stefan. Thanks again for listening to Upstream. Nicole and I didn't start this podcast because we like watching movies. No, we started this podcast because we love watching movies together. Movies, like so many other artistic mediums, are often attempts to escape reality, especially when reality hits hard. Therefore, this message is for you, the listener, to know that we don't know what you're going through exactly, but we hope you find a movie that helps you feel not so alone, and maybe even encourages you to go find someone to watch a movie with. With that in mind, Here are a few clips to hopefully help you remember that movies can help you know how colorful and wonderful life truly is. Until next time. I promise I will not kill you until you reach the top. That's very comforting, but I'm afraid you'll just have to wait. If I may repay the kindness you once showed me. Take a knee. This is it, Joel. He's gonna be gone soon. The hard place! Like a wind from Geldland, he sweeps by, blown far from his homeland in search of glory and honor. We walk in the garden of his turbulence! The day I realized Fanny was in love with me was strange. It was the day he gave Mama that sculpture. Dear Mr. Will, One thing I've learned in 20 years in education is that there are two sides to every story. So I think I can imagine what started the fight. While nothing justifies striking another student, I know good friends are worth defending. Give me a head. Let your head rest in my hand.
Relax. I got you. I promise. I'm not gonna let you go. Hey, man, I got you. There you go. Ten seconds. See that right there? You in the middle of the 